thanks for doing that. And I would encourage you to continue those kinds of dialogues during break, and maybe you can even sit together during lunch, because I'm introducing a whole lot in, in just the three hours. But who wants to share something out loud, either that you thought of or that a member of your group thought of? Yes, ma'am. So encouraging the parents to be who God's called them to be and helping them and nurturing them. So actually teaching them to expect the wine. Don't be surprised and don't judge me negatively if your kids come home and complain that something is hard. You know, so maybe admit that that may go on partly because of the digital technology culture. Providing support and training. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Deborah. Interesting. So maybe there are times when, when our expectations are a bit unfair. We're expecting them to gather more than they're capable of in that time period or whatever. And so the pushback may mean we should listen. I'm repeating because of the taping, not because you guys didn't hear her. Thank you for putting up with it. Um, so then as an adult, learning to discern and, le- and having them prove it, prove to me that this is hard. When kids complain to me, or ask questions, I'll often just say, prove it. And they'll open their book and they'll say, well, she asked me this and I don't see the answer in this paragraph. If they can prove to me that, that something wasn't as easy as the teacher made it out to be, I'm more willing to adapt the assignment or listen to them and, and give them more time or more guidance or whatever. One more and then I've got to move on because of time. Yes. Uh-huh. I would agree that moms, um, they don't like it when their kids struggle because then they feel badly about themselves, which is a shame, but I get that, So especially as the moms. And so, again, encouraging the moms to, to let them struggle because what's the benefit of the struggle? Again, uh, the, when we persevere, we get faith and we get character. And we. How many of you know what you know what you know in the struggle? And how many of you really appreciate the things that you had to work hard to discover? You know, whether it be golf or you know, playing the piano, the things that you really worked at might be the very things that you most highly value. So to make sure that we help the moms kind of step back. Um, let's leave it at that because I want to get one more done before break, but boy, I love your enthusiasm. Uh, the next point on the handout says that uh, millennials value competition. We already talked about this with video gaming, online gaming, computer gaming, and the TV shows that, they, that they've enjoyed watching. They value competition. And because of the competition that is helping to raise them, they need frequent objective feedback. Those are two really important adjectives, frequent and objective feedback. If you expect them to wait a long time to find out how they did on a test or on a paper, um, the the nervousness will increase, and the lack of ability to concentrate on the next thing is going to be the issue. I don't know how some of you do it in the the number of students that you have and the kind of quality work that you assign and the, the amount of time it really does take you to grade. 
but if you can give them some type of, a, of an idea um, so that they can still listen to the lecture the next day, that's going to be a benefit to them and ultimately to you as well. Um, they do compete against themselves. Remember that the, the gaming has taught them self-competition. So you might want to think about showing them their line of the gradebook or, or reminding them, hey, last week you, know, you had a 78 on, on the quiz. You know, what's your goal for this week? Now, you, you don't have to go up to all your kids and do that. That might be something you can't handle. But if you had a half a dozen kids who, who weren't really into it or they, they were the ones who were bored and frustrated, maybe to those six kids, you remind them of what they got last week and challenge them to do something differently this week. So it's not just competition with others, but it's a self-competition. And, and I really, to be honest with you guys, I really struggled with this one because I'm all about cooperation. Hello? Especially when you look at the faith and the, the scripture that teaches us, you know, to be, to be one and, and to be um, working together as the body of believers. So I'm not an advocate of competition that separates and makes anybody feel bad. But I, I am an advocate of understanding how their brain is wired. Their brain is wired to know where they stand in competition. That's just the way their brain is wired. More so for older boys than older girls. The video gaming, like... Millennials in the 20s, if any of you have children who are in their 20s, these characteristics are much more frequently found in the males than in the females. But the manufacturers of the video games aren't stupid. They wanted more money, so they created games for girls. Now, the girls' games tend to be less violent and a bit slower paced. The Nancy Drew Mystery video games are very popular. Um, so they're gaming as many minutes as guys now. But for the older ones, it wouldn't be quite as true. Um, so they're used to competition. They enjoy challenges. So although they don't like to persevere, and it makes them nervous that they don't instantly know it because they bought the lie that they should instantly know it. Hello, come to school and instantly know everything? Why, why come? I mean, that's my speech to them. What do you think the purpose of school is? And I say all the time in my programs to kids, it doesn't have to be fun. Look up school in a dictionary. It does not say a fun place. If your parents send you out to school and say, go have fun, they shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Hello? I think school should be enjoyable. I think school should be safe and pleasant and productive. But I don't think it has to be fun. But then I say to the kids, how many of you do have fun in school? And almost all of them raise their hand. And then I say, that's because your teachers love you and they work hard at what they do. Praise God. Um, but think about challenges that you could maybe increasingly offer them that have a competitive aspect to them. So challenge them to get a better score. You know, you've been in the 80s for five weeks in a row. I want at least a 90. For some kids, that's going to be the challenge that will cause them to persevere with their homework on Tuesday because you just challenge them to get a 90 or more. Especially if they respect you, that might be the way to go. Um, competition can help them stay focused, and competition can decrease boredom. So if boredom is an issue, if you added a competitive bent to what you were doing, you might find the boredom would be decreased. In addition to gaming, remember they've been influenced by the TV shows. I want to read you a quote that um, I don't know if it fits here, but this is so appalling to me. I had to read it somewhere, so here it is. So just deal. This is amazing. You know, the biggest loser, are you smarter than the fifth grader, Dancing with the Stars, American Idol? All these shows are teaching them that everyone is deserving of their 10 minutes of fame. 
I mean, how many people in Hollywood are famous for being famous? Right? They're not famous for doing anything. They're just famous for being famous. So here's the quote. They've seen how winners become celebrities, and many believe they're deserving of their 10 minutes of fame. One bit of evidence that this is a popular concept is the changes in the most recent edition of the Oxford Junior Dictionary. You with me? Sin is out. Celebrity is in. Citing space constraints and the need to reflect Britain's modern multicultural and multi-faith society, the editorial team cut a number of religious and historical words and added others deemed more culturally relevant. Bishop, coronation, empire, monarch, nun, N-U-N, <coughs> and sin disappeared. Replaced by these words, blog, broadband, celebrity, mp3 player, and voicemail. I'm concerned. I mean, take sin out of the dictionary. Do we still sin? Oh, yeah. But let's, let's delete it and then let's pretend that it's really not a part of our culture anymore. <sighs> they need object. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, unfriend became a new word. Yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah. They're, uh, they need, before we take break, they need uh, frequent objective feedback, like I've said to you. For some, scoring points is like a drug fix, so watch for that. Um, when they don't know how they're doing, stress may cause them to act out. This is really true. If they don't know how they're doing, if they don't know where they stand, the stress of not knowing may be the reason that they act out. So I don't know if you're a believer in the written log, but when I have kids who misbehave or talk back and are disrespectful, and it's not their norm, but all of a sudden they're being really irritating, I write that down. You know, when does this behavior show up? And, and I'll find that there's a pattern. It might be sleep, it might be hunger, it might be on, you know, computer days and they don't like their computer teacher, you know, whatever. But it, it might be that it's going to show up that um, their, their stress of not knowing where they stand is what causes the misbehavior. Um, when, when you're the one who provides healthy feedback, they learn to trust you more. And if they don't trust you, they won't learn from you. That's just a given. So when you provide the feedback, you know, this is worth an A because, or I took off six points because. When you can provide feedback and you can justify it and explain it, they'll learn really how trustworthy you are. And security is the basis of all learning. Yeah, the only reason you can learn from me today is that you've chosen to trust me, that you're assuming I've done some work, I was hired, I must be you know, good at what I do. Well, we'll see. Um, hopefully it's coming across. One of the realities is that self-evaluation has become really hard. How many of you have seen that? Self-evaluation has become hard because they're used to objective feedback coming from the judge, right? The Simon Cowles of the world. So there's always a judge in the corner. And so they turn it in. I, I remember saying to kids, I've watched them, like, I'll come and observe or whatever, and they'll turn in their work, third graders or tenth graders, and I'll say, well, how, how do you think you did on that? And they look at me and they go, well, I don't know. It hasn't been graded yet. Well, I know, but I was just wondering, how do you think you did? Well, yeah, but I don't know. This is like the kid who's studying at home and says to mom, hey, mom, have I studied, have I studied enough? 
How is the mom going to know if Junior has studied enough? So if you can't self-evaluate, oh my goodness, you don't know what to practice, you don't know what to pay attention to, you don't know whether or not you should repeat, right? You, you don't know. So the lack of self-evaluation concerns me. And they're, they're learning to expect the judge to be always someone from the outside. And we could really talk about self-evaluation. I mean, how many of you think that there are people going on American Idol who shouldn't be on there? I mean, like, do you watch the first shows, like the audition shows? And how many of you are screamed at the TV? Has no one told you how bad you are? I mean, like, what are they doing there? Has no parent had the guts to say, you're really bad? Yeah, my mom says I'm good. They always say that to the judges. Yeah, but my mom likes me. Well, she's your mother. You know, she has to. But... So there, I mean, it's just, it's a really intriguing kind of mess of things. Well, we are finished with that page. Now, when we come back from break, oh my goodness. If you've already listened and fast forward, you're going to keep doing it, right? Okay, now, before you guys leave, are you discouraged or encouraged? Because <laughs> I, I really, I mean, when we're done at 1230, for sure, I don't want you discouraged. This is heavy, and there's a lot of negative stuff we're talking about, but are you seeing some hope in it? Yes or no? Yes? Okay, good. Then I'm going to let you take a break. I'm going to start again at 11.05.